Hello and welcome to We the People. This is the U.S. Soccer, American Soccer Podcast, where you get to know everything that you need to know about the USMNT. I'm Ty, I'm a web designer, and I just messed up the intro because Clayton's not here. My brother, the homie, security blanket Clayton, who always fixes all my errors. Um, I will not be able to edit out any of that shit tonight as I am going solo from the box at MetLife Stadium. Just watch the U.S. Uh, fall 2 nothing to Brazil. Um, overall, not the best performance from this uh, young Yanks side. Probably the worst that we've seen under Dave Saracan overall, but I thought that there were a lot of positives, kind of starting with that core uh, Saracanism of the uh, high aggressive press, a lot of speed, a lot of energy that did uh, waver and dip a little bit towards the end of the first half. And, and I thought the second half was, was disjointed as a lot of these friendlies are. But I think, you know, from the start, you saw the intent with the U.S. pressing high and, and, and trying to force turnovers and trying to make things happen. I thought uh, without a little bit more attacking potency, it was going to be really hard to, to win the game today against a, a Brazil team that has, you know, all the all the star power in the world. But the U.S. came close on a couple occasions in the second half, notably from Weston. Um, so I thought that, that on balance, you know, the U.S. ended up in, in some good spots against a team like Brazil. You're going to have to convert at a higher rate than that uh, if you want to win. But, um, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the talent gap. And the, the real question from here is how far are we from filling that talent gap and getting to the place where they have to respect our guys man to man relative to their, to their side and, and it's not this David and Goliath thing anymore. And that is going to take a hell of a long time. But uh, games like today are steps towards that. I think you saw a lot of guys maturing, growing into into players that are at the caliber that they can they can really challenge. Um, namely, some some standouts from today were were a pairing. Uh, Brooks and Miazga were were quite excellent. Got to ask Miazga a little bit after that um, about that after the after the game. They they were super solid at the back. Uh, they they won a lot of one on ones. Miazga had to recover a lot for for Yedlin, who was bombing forward. wasn't wasn't necessarily the best today at getting back. Um, so he made a couple really really solid interceptions and tackles, uh, notably facing up against Neymar and, and gave him a lot of the the physicality that you have to give if you want to uh, you know match up to a player like that. Uh, behind them, Zach Steffen was was solid. Uh, the chances that he had to, to make saves, he he came through. Uh, he had a couple really good moments where he controlled balls that that didn't seem to be uh, that that uh, safe. And finally, Tyler Adams was another big standout from today. Um, he clearly at at home now in the international caliber, uh, in the, the the speed of the international game, I should say. Uh, he's he's coming into his own at this level. I feel like every time I see him uh, play for the U.S., he he's improving. And what really stood out, you know, kind of watching on the same field as all these top-level players was was his burst of speed. His his uh, his acceleration was just phenomenal, and he was able to work out of a lot of tight spots and and also put put Brazil under under pressure in, un, in unfamiliar situations. Uh, or, or surprising situations a, a decent amount. So uh, overall, a really solid showing from the young man. And, you know, on a night when, when Weston wasn't having his best game, Tyler came up big. So um, there's, a, there's a lot to look forward to from this, this young U.S. side. And we'll see how they, how they bring this forward into, into Mexico. My hope is that they, uh, they approach it like they should be the bigger team. Um, you know, the Mexican team is also going to be a young sort of rebuild style team. 
they're gonna they're gonna uh, want to try to take the game to the U.S. and the U.S. has to say no. That that you know uh, we're at home. We feel like maybe we have some some superior talent. Some some uh, some of our guys are playing at, at club levels that that their guys aren't even playing at. So I think there's a there's a lot that this U.S. team has going for it, and uh, hopefully they can keep all of those those positive things. The the high press, the energy, the uh, the the grit, the determination, the fouls but also integrate some of these new school U.S. soccer things that we're trying to figure out, like technique, skill, talent. And, uh, you know, at, at times in this game, the, those, those were the things that were lacking, and that's, that's what they'll have to come up with if they want to beat uh, Mexico on Tuesday. All right, so I'm going to throw in a couple clips from, um, from some folks who I talked to after the match, in addition to some of the players, just... Uh, Give you some little little slice of uh, what it was like here at uh, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, and uh, thanks for listening. I don't love all those things. I don't remember. I don't have any things to love, so I'll just say uh, thanks for listening. Anthony Robinson. Anthony, real quick, um, when you're on the field in a tough game like this, you know sometimes things aren't going right. Who on the field is standing out to you in this young team as a leader who's going to come out and, and really help the rest of the team adapt to that situation? Um, I'd say we've got quite a few leaders. Obviously, DeAndre, um, he's got a lot of experience like for not, not so old a player himself. Uh, Will Trapp in the middle, he's a great leader, great captain. Um, Tyler, I think he's a very good leader as well. And Zach Stefan at the back, he's, he's really talkative, really good at organising the back. And uh, who stood out the most for you today among your teammates? Uh, among my teammates, I'd probably say uh, Matt Miazga had a great game. Like he done really well battling for everything. You know, a few clearances and tackles. I thought he had a great game. Thanks. No Matt Miazga. Team like Brazil, but you get some individual satisfaction out of trying to match up with guys like Neymar, Firmino, Douglas. I saw you had a little exchange with Neymar at one point in the box. Did you get a little motivation out of it? I wouldn't say a little motivation. Everyone's human. We're all human. We all bleed the same. We go out and we try to win a game. Um, but obviously, they're world-class players. They have a lot of trophies, experience, and you want to measure up against them and, and try to perform. So, by the end of the day, we're all playing a football match. We're, I'm a human. They're a human, and, and we try to get the best out of each other to. Uh, to win the game so uh, like I said it's a learning experience and we have to continue to move and uh, move forward and build thanks, thanks guys Matt, real quick how close does this team feel to you to being a fully fleshed out national team versus just kind of a work in progress not, not me. I wouldn't say that I think this is the full national team so everybody's coming here to and be a full national team player to uh, to uh, perform and and play it to the best of the capability so uh, we all look at ourselves as national team players, and we just want to continue to. It's never guaranteed. You're n being a national team player is never guaranteed. So, every game and every moment, you want to take a full advantage and establish yourself. And can you can you speak to the back line today, the back four? I think it was the first time that all four of you played together. What was the the chemistry like? Communication? Yeah. How was it playing with those guys? Yeah, even though we gave up two goals, um, I thought we did fairly well. We were compact. They didn't get much big chances. We had them all in front of us. We were covering a lot. We had we made some big plays, some good tackles, and we were on the same page. So I think it's a it's a, it's a something we can uh, build on and, and, and uh, step forward in the right direction. This is Ty again. Swami Jurgen checked out for a bit. He's off um, meditating in the wilderness. He's uh, 
super high on peyote. Uh, anyway, before the match, there was a, a unfurling of this humongoid U.S. flag in, in, in midfield, covered virtually the entire field. There were hundred, maybe over 100 soldiers who were, um, who were carrying the flag out, out to midfield. And um, I actually caught up with a, a couple of the soldiers uh, after the match. They were hanging out and got to get their thoughts on, on the game and soccer when it comes to the military. Avila's the talker. All right. All right, all right. It seems to me. So what did you, what'd you think? What did you think of the match? It, it was okay. Honestly, it was kind of a little weak. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I, we have higher expectations for both yeah, teams. Yeah. Right, right. It was kind of a slow game. Right. Overall, so. right, right. I mean, we enjoy it. You know, you got to get to see figures that you don't see it often. Yeah. Uh, especially Brazil just coming from the World Cup and everything. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I think everybody had fun. I came with my son. So a that's lot of great. the soldiers brought the families. Right, right. Uh, okay, and, that's you know, good. We enjoyed the game overall. That's great. That's so, yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, what was your, your highlight? What was the, the best moment of the match for you? I think uh, even though everybody thought uh, you know the second goal for Brazil was uh, yeah it was a little, kind of little weak yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean it, it was what it was you know yeah. everybody was expected to at least get the tie at least for the first couple of minutes where they had you know the possibilities but they didn't score so and uh, all three of you were out pregame yeah yeah all right yeah, so yeah. how did that how did that feel what was it like being out there amazing. I don't know. I, I have no words. That was my first time doing it, so I, I can't describe it. it was just... Great experience. Yep. Was we were with the detail pulling out the flag, so we got the chance to kind of really get really close to all the professional players. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah. We were like literally three feet away from Brazil and U.S. Uh, soccer players. So, I mean, it was good. You know? yeah, cool. yeah. That was great. I, I pulled the flag. I kept going towards Neymar closer and closer and closer. <laughs> and then the flag stopped. I was like, no, two more feet. Two yeah, yeah. More I need two I feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, said, I can smell him almost. You know? it, was, it was amazing. I was like, I was so close to Neymar. And that's, that's the incredible. reason we came here to. Sure, sure. Are you are you are you soccer fans in general? Absolutely, yes. yeah, absolutely. And do you get to watch? Are are you active duty or active you're duty. here? Okay, you're active duty. I watch a lot of Bundesliga, so sure, sure. I'm that's right. In Germany, so if you, I'm right, right, right. Here, so. Okay, yeah. And there's there's always a military connection with the U.S. Uh, I I think at least John Brooks today is the son of a of an army guy. What is it? Is there something about? That uh, that connection. Do you feel that when you're when you're in the service that that uh, people are, are into soccer in a different way than regular society? I think so because the military so the army is so diverse. Yeah. You know, we got people like in you know football, soccer, this and that. But for the main part, I think overall everybody loves soccer. Okay? It's just. I mean, one is the greatest sport in the world. It is the biggest sport in the world, right? Number one. Yeah, Everybody knows be. it. Gotta be. So, um, yeah, especially being overseas. I mean, obviously, soccer is a lot more popular overseas. So when people do get to travel because of the military, you know, Korea, Germany, Italy, whatever it might be, I think that's where they fall in love with soccer. Yeah. I don't know. I know I did. So I got to see some Munich games. You know, it, it was amazing. Right. So. One last quick question. Uh, do you guys think the U.S. will ever win the World Cup? Stun silence right. here. <laughs> well, hopefully, you know, they're, they're making uh, a lot of improvements, getting better and better every four years. So perhaps, you know, this upcoming uh, World Cup, but uh, within eight years from now, when they're going to be playing here between Mexico, Canada, and, uh, and the U.S., uh, definitely see a better uh, game uh, overall, and then hopefully at least if they don't make it to the finals, at least the fourth, you know. 
So, yeah, yeah. You heard it here first. They have yeah. a young team. They have a very, it looks like they have a young team. But, for sure. Where is it? It's 10 more years. And uh, lastly, I got to chat with a couple uh, Brazil fans, uh, you know, folks who folks who live in the U.S. who came here to root for Brazil and got their take on the U.S. team as well. All right, so uh, what brings you here to the game today? Are you are you Brazilian-American? Yeah, we're from Brazil. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we love soccer. That's that's why we came. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anytime the Celeste Hour here, right? Yeah, so of course, yeah. always. But you have the U.S. scarf. Yeah. Okay, I, did you just get that? Yeah, I just right, got All right, this. so you're in the club. You're in the club now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I love the U.S. team. I mean, I, yeah. I wish they were in the World Cup. I know. Uh, and I, I hope they, they're going for the next World Cup. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in Qatar. Yes, yes, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. Have you followed awesome. the, the U.S. team for a long time? Uh, not that long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the U.S. is, is hard to, to follow. Of course, of course. <laughs> but what is it about the U.S. team that's distinct or unique that, that's fun to watch? Oh, for, for me, it's just the fact that I live here in the U.S., so... Yeah. That's that's why I cheer for for you guys and yeah. Why do you think there's such a big gap between the U.S. and the really good soccer countries? Uh, it's hard to tell, but you have to really understand how the sports works here in the U.S. So basically, when you're 17 years old, you have to go to college and go through the whole process of of the sports and yeah. everything. So in in other country, if you're 17 years old and you're very good soccer player just go to straight to the clubs right, right, right. so I, I think that's that's a big difference between the US and the other countries and how about in Brazil I've heard that uh, it's now becoming less common that you see kids out in the park like playing playing around is that true uh, I don't think so you think it's still still very popular yeah yeah, yeah yeah I've heard that because kids are playing you know PlayStation or whatever they're like getting, I mean, getting lazy and they don't want to you know no, go they, the they usually play PlayStation but the FIFA PlayStation right that's FIFA yeah, right, yeah. So, so they're at least getting smarter right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, and one last quick question do you do both of you think that the US will ever win the World Cup on silence. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I think. Right. I yeah. think one day the U.S. will definitely win a one World day. Cup. Yeah. yeah. We'll get. That. I don't know when, but yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Yeah. Thank thanks, you. man.